today. We are thankful that he would be with us also. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't want us to waste time. I just want us to go straight to the word of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God for you want to thank God for worship? I don't know why I'm telling you. Amen. Amen. We also want to thank God for the worship. Amen. Amen. We're living in times of really serious challenges, saints. When the morning comes, uh, sleeping becomes more intense. And um, uh, slumbering is also something. That's why it's not an easy thing to. Uh, to wake up in the morning sometime. It's because that the coming of the morning brings a lot of tiredness. So we are grateful to be awake in this time. There's a lot of apostasy in this time. People who are supposed to be awake and standing for the Lord, they don't. Uh, the prophet says, uh, you know how important it is for us to uh, to be awake and alert. So the scriptures really advises. So Mamolo the time that we're living in. So we need to ensure that we praise the Lord. Amen. So therefore, since can we read the book of uh, Saint Peter, Second Book of Saint Peter, chapter one? Blessed be His holy name. 
A time of cross darkness is the time that we are, you and I are living in now. It's the time when one does not know whether it's day or night. But the scripture says, but in the evening time there shall be light. Amen. The scripture warned the people that there shall be a time where people would not know what is right and what is wrong. Because there would not be a light to show the people the way. But the scripture says, but in the evening time there shall be light. Amen. If you did not catch the light of the evening before the sun shines there shall be a day that nobody would tell whether it's night or day. There will be an intensity of apostasy and uh, trouble with it is the apostasy exists much more in the church even in the ranks of the message think of it when you don't know a person in a message does not know what is right nor what is wrong people would not come to church on Sunday right and they, during the time of COVID the excuse was uh, that it's not safe and uh, but they would go to funerals even now people are still going to funerals but they would have good reason why they would not come to church the people are still going to the funerals now but when they come to church, they have to come to church. They have got a good reason why they would not come to church. That they are being offended at the church. But at the funerals, where they are having grudges and they hate each other with families, they would go to the, the funerals anyhow. But they will never come to church. So it's not uh, to them, it's not good to be, have conflict with a brother. But it was be, uh, and come to church anyhow. But it's better to, to go to work. You have conflict with your manager, with this, uh, fellow employees, colleagues. Uh, and you still go to work Because you benefit from that. But to God, certainly you don't benefit nothing. 
people have got that particular uh, mentality I'll listen to a tape, I'll listen to a tape, I'll sit home and pray at home. And then I know I don't have trouble with anybody. So I wish there was a heaven like that. There's no such heaven like that. So that silo that you have put yourself into. Silo. You have isolated yourself. You have isolated yourself. Amen. Amen. Against the believers. And then you are going to heaven. And you think you're going to the rapture. At this time. Tells us that you don't, you, you don't, you don't. You have never heard the message. You have never received the message. Some people, I told Brother Moss never to tell people that I'm coming. Some people would rather come when I'm here. So that when I'm not here, they can sit home and maybe watch videos and so forth. And one good reason is maybe we are sharing our messages on the groups. And they can still get the message. The bad thing is the message that we share is so that the people who were in church, who felt the anointing of that message, can go home and meditate around it and, and, and get more clearer understanding. Because they know the context. They have encountered, encountered the context in which it was given. You understand me there? So when you are home, and you maybe watch on the video, it's not the same. The scripture wants you at the gathering of the saints. And forgiveness is a requirement. You carry your own sins if you can't reconcile with your brother. And you go into hell listening to tapes. So may the Lord really help us. That's the reason why we preaching this message today. God who is falsely accused. God being falsely accused. So I want us to read the book. Of Peter, second book of Peter, we said we'll read them. Let's read from verse 2. 
Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Ndichele atisetu mahangu khoto kante woyabudimu liya Jesus Christo mora na waroona. According as His divine power hath given unto us all things that pertaineth unto life. Through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. That by this ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Amen. Amen. And besides this giving all diligence add to your faith virtue uh, virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness Charity. Amen. Amen. So, amen. Amen. On our series, uh, the court case against Jesus Christ. In the last days, we would take the accusations that are falsely uh, put on the word. And now, to give you a little bit of a background, uh, I thought that we would continue with this. Normally when I go out, I do not want to continue on the, on the court case. But it was uh, put in my spirit to continue on it. Amen. Amen. So, therefore, this is very important. So, the court case against the Lord Jesus Christ, the word. So, we have said that uh, we, Jesus Christ on earth, uh, was accused falsely 
and then was given uh, a court trial that was unfair trial so the trial they gave him at the time he was not even allowed to even have witnesses so that he can state his case so we want to give him a fair trial these last days amen amen so this court trial was open after the series it would not be open it was not actually open until the seals were revealed so after, after the seals were open the entire thoughts of God were, was unveiled to the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ and the full weight was restored and after 1963 we would look at the weight in totality and see Christ revealed do we understand that saints? so therefore now we could put the weight uh, to be on trial and be tested let me try it. Amen. Amen. Because the weight has got accusations, accusers. And then uh, while you seated, we remain standing here. We are trying to portray the fact that you are there to judge if the word is true. True. Judge. Or is not true. Meaning you are the judge. Now listen to this. The prosecuting attorney. It is Satan. And he has got his witnesses. And then we have also uh, read about his witnesses. And his witnesses are three witnesses of this matter. Is Mr. Unbeliever. And Mr. Skeptic. And number three is Mr. Impatience. All these three witnesses, they are testifying against the word that what God said is not always true. Sometimes it does not happen or it does not happen at all and also what they are testifying 
It is that the word of God is too good to be true. And that God cannot put these promises in the scripture that cannot be fulfilled or that cannot be true. So this all are the accusations of the witnesses from the prosecuting attorney. So the prosecuting attorney stands for the world. The state, the world. No, the state. Amen. Amen. And now we know that the kingdoms of this world belongs to the devil. He quoted it to the Lord Jesus. And he told him that all these kingdoms are mine. And I can give it to whoever I please. So now understand this saying that the prosecuting attorney brings this witnesses and this witness is somehow are found in the church. So some of us standing here or sitting here are inspired by this witnesses. And we have tried to show you that the courtroom the courtroom is it is a uh, it is your mind and then the decision taken from your soul it declares the verdict in the courtroom because the courtroom is where actually the uh, uh, the decision is taken of a verdict. You understand that? So many people will look at the court, the court place, maybe in Botswana or Blue Forge, or any other place. Now, that place it's just a place to announce the verdict. But the decision is not taken in court. Do we understand that? So even in the uh, physical or the natural court that we're talking about, uh, uh, that's basically how it happens. And we also have outlined that the setting that we're talking about, that's why it's called the setting, a setting. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. It is called a setting, it's called, that's how it is. That's why you find a sitting like this. And then the word is put to you so that you can judge it if it will be true. 
So you need to understand what we're dealing with here. So the people today are not aware of the importance to come to church. It is because they don't know what they're dealing with. And most people who have been in a message have stubbornness of stupidity. Because they were not, most of them are not taught properly or right. As a result, they find themselves thinking they have power in this. And let me just show you something, saints. When you are summoned to court, and you are not coming, then the decision is made in your absence. And then the, 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 the court says that you are in contempt of court. So therefore, listen to me, you are no longer be, going to be called to come to court. When they fetch you at home, they take you straight to jail. So many people thinking they don't come to church. And they, had the, they are hating the pastor. No, you're not hating me. You are in contempt of court. Amen. As a result, you have to go straight to jail. Church does not save you. You are saved by Christ. But church sustains your salvation. It keeps you saved. It continues to make you a good Christian. So you need to come to church. I want to repeat this. You don't want to. You need to come to church. Yeah. Are we getting there? Now, this is very, very important. Because in the message, you'll hear people say, uh, it's not about a church. Not even a pastor. No one. And that person is a preacher. Come on, shut up. It's about the church. And it's about the pastor. Because he is a watcher of your soul. And let me just say this again. He's a fool who will tell you that the pastor has no say in your destiny. Read the Bible better, brother. It says that what I feel about how you re, how how you uh, 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 deal with the issues of God as a pastor, God takes it serious. I have a say. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Maybe you didn't know. Because a fool is teaching you to be rebellion. And not respect God's servants. So that's how the message is preached. That's why we have got rebellious 
people in the message. More than anywhere else. People who cannot be obedient. People who are not respectful to saints. Know the, 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 the ministers of the gospel. Scripture says, descend the Lord's body. You need to know who you're dealing with here. So therefore you have been summoned to court and you're not coming. The scripture says it is now time that the judgment must begin in the house of God. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Who is the house of God? Ye are the house of God. So the judgment begins with you. You are bringing the verdict. When you don't come to church, you already made a verdict. What you think of the weight, how worthless Christ is to you. You have already told us the value of the weight to you. Because Jesus is the one who started the church. Upon this rock, I will build my church. And in his church, there are many congregations. As Jesus is not us. So they told you can go home and listen to tape. They have fooled you. And if it is brother Joseph Branham who told you that he has fooled you. He has no authority above the scripture and above the message. Our prophet is one Malachi 4. Not his son. His son is not our prophet. So he has no authority to command an error into the church of God. He can't command error. Those who believe in man will believe him. But those who stand for the word truth will stand for the truth. Because the word has the rapture. Not brother Joseph. We need to take out all this nonsense that are brought to the message by people. This Nicolitan spirit, I think, that they are putting on into the church of God. They say you should listen to the tape. You are listening to the prophet. Listen to the prophet. The prophet will tell you, come to church. So you listen to Brother Joseph Brenham or you listen to Brother William Brenham, the prophet of God. We still have the voice of Christ this day. In the days of the voice of the seventh angel. Brother Joseph is not our voice. Is the instrument of that voice. And that instrument, that voice that comes out of the instrument, go to church, respect your pastor, pay your tithes and offering. That's the scripture. That's the voice of Christ. 
in this age. So you feel safe, you're going to hell. You blame it to Brother Joseph, don't blame it to the message. Amen. He's the Lord. That's why these people, they, they in the message, we are in a very serious trouble. It's not a day nor night. It's lukewarmness that we see. That's why people can believe in a person. A sickly person and call that person a Je their Jehovah. Come on. Come on. If you're Jehovah God covered man, come on, and you call him Jehovah. Come on. Come on. I am a witness. I'm just not nothing. I'm just a witness of this gospel. I will never have COVID. Never had and never will. And it does not only take my faith in the way. It is because the promise of God is risk free. 100% risk free. Amen. So, so we need to understand what we're talking about. Now, number three, when we were addressing this matter, we said that there are three thrones. And then the uh, three uh, uh, places uh, where the devil was actually defeated. Number one, he was thrown out of heaven. And then he came on earth because God has got three thrones. The throne in heaven. And the second throne was in Christ. And the devil was overcome also. And now. He is actually contesting for the third throne. Which is your heart. Yeah. So your heart is very important. You must understand that it is a place contested by two. Yeah. It is either God or Satan. So your heart now, if you are sitting home and listening to tapes, your heart is ruled by the devil. Does not mean when you listen to Brahman, then God is just ruling your heart. It does not mean when you are listening to the tapes of Brahman, then God is leading your heart. You're supposed to be on your post of duty in church. And a preacher preaching to you. Amen. Amen. Getting that, saints? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we need to understand these things. So you need to understand where your court, where, where your trial is, where your trial is held. You see, many people they report their issues to the third, to the third, uh, to the first throne. That's why many of their issues is not resolved. 
Because if you are called to a court in Botsabelo, and you go to report your case in Bloemfontein, to report to, uh, to that case in Bloemfontein, it is not held there. You will still be absent when your court is present, when case is presented. You need to be at the right court. You see, many other people will say, we believe in God. God is for everybody. It's a wrong court to report your case. And other people say, Jesus loves us all. He died for everyone. No problem at all. But that's not where your case is presented. Your case is presented in the third throne. Remember what he said. All that was in God. There is nothing left. All that was in God was put into Christ. Amen. So there is nothing to report in God the Father. And there is nothing also to report in Christ. Because all that was in Christ is put into the church. You can't run away from the church. That's where your case is. So you keep coming to church, saints. You keep praising the Lord. He says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. That's what he's telling us. His gates, not your gate. Amen. Hallelujah. So you can't do that at your home. Gee, David says. I was glad when they say unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And the people in the message today, they say, I was glad when they say, let us listen to the tapes. You should be ashamed of yourself. And everyone that is lying to you should be ashamed. But are they? No, they're not ashamed. Amen. So we were trying to present this to show you where we are in this case. So therefore, last week, we were trying to deal with the witnessing. The testimony and the witnesses. To show you the importance of the witness. I hope you get you, you get in the services, saints, right? And I, I so trust that you are listening to these services. Because now I have to continue and not actually have to go back to lay it before. Amen. Because it will it will take us much time. So the in the accusations of the prosecuting officer or prosecuting attorney who is accusing the weight God. Amen. So the weight is the defendant. Is the defendant. Amen. So the weight is the defendant. The weight is the defendant. 
And then he is in the testimony box. And now the defense attorney defense attorney of the weight is the Holy Spirit. Can I repeat that sentence? So we said that the prosecuting attorney is the devil. He called all his witnesses into the witness box to testify against the weight who is the accused. Alright, I begin there. Amen. And then the accused is the weight which is God. In the beginning was the weight. The weight was with God. And the weight was God. And the defense attorney. The defense attorney. Is, is the Holy Spirit. Do we get that now? So this is this is how the settings and you you are the judge and the jury. Amen. Alright? Alright, you have to give a verdict. Are we getting that sense? I want us to understand the setting. That's how it is every day. Remember, that's how it is. So therefore we spoke about the promises because that's how they accuse God. That his promises are too good to be true. His promises are... Uh, 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 not necessarily true or always true. So we want to, we have actually went to witnessing to understand that. Understand the testimonies and the witnesses that, that came against the word. And we looked at how you saints are witnessing against the weight, whether falsely or true. Now, we want to look into a promise. And then we believe from the prosecuting, uh, from the defense attorney that he is the spirit of truth. Are we getting that sense? So he comes to testify and bring also his, wit his witnesses. Noah and them that, that he was calling. Noah. To refute the testimony of the Accusers. So now, he is to tell us today 
that every promise of God is true. There is not even one promise that can be a lie. All promises are true. So, we understand that the witnesses of the prosecutor they do not have the same understanding with us. When they speak about a promise to them a promise is something that will happen but in God's perspective it's not. God did not promise you something he did not do already. When God promises you it is because he has given it to you already. That is the different perspective altogether. So because people they are looking into the future. As the prophet said, hope is the enemy of faith. And time is the enemy of God. Are you getting that saying? Now, listen to me. So when somebody hopes for something, he believes in something as long as it is coming to happen. Listen to me. The scripture says, hope that can be seen is not hope. Meaning, if you hope for something, you don't have it. You, amen. Again, that's it. If you hope for it, you don't have it. You get it. But faith is a product. That's why the scripture says faith is the substance of things hoped so if you are hoping for something faith has it are you getting that the thing you are hoping for faith has it it's a product in your hand are you getting that now you see how they operate he says it's the evidence so evidence is what is presented in court amen that we have an evidence of things that cannot be seen you see your, the problem is if it's the evidence of things that cannot be seen we have a problem here with you because you are the one who use your eyes to look into the unseen you understand that so the first thing which is an enemy and an hindrance in this matter is you your five senses because if you don't see it you do not have evidence 
That's why in the court of law, if you are a witness, you must have been there. If you were not there, you hear about it. You cannot qualify to be a witness. That's why Jesus says in the book of John chapter 3, we testify of things we know and have seen. What are we talking about here? We know. We are not false witnesses. We are true witnesses of these things. As of Nicodemus, as of Nicodemus, he was not a true witness. Are you hearing the saints? So therefore, think of it. How the devil has dealt with it. Now I'm going to give you a different approach. How many of you here are still testing water by your hands? If it is cold or hot. How many here? All of you are listening. So every time, have, have, have your hands disappointed you? So you're still using it today. So meaning, you have turned your hands into the same yesterday, today, and forever. Are you seeing that? Because your hands are still actually testing the waters and are not disappointing you. Amen. Amen. Is that right? Amen. So how many are still smelling by their nose? You see, you smelling things with your nose, you know. When, 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 when you go into a shop, you want the perfume. You smell it, you know. The, the t you, ha have you been disappointed? What about your tongue taste? You know if something is a lemon or you know it is sour, it's sweet, and it's chili, or it's pepper, whatever the case is. Is that true? So your taste is not disappointing you. That's why you trust it. And you don't question it. Are you seeing this? You trust it. You don't question your five senses. But what about the weight? The weight which is actually true. Hence the scripture says, Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Now, when you are sick and you are attacked by a devil, all that your body can taste of the devil is the symptoms. Amen. Is that true, saints? Amen. And most of us Amen. believes in the absence of symptoms Amen. to be a healing. Amen. As long as you see symptoms, Amen. 
You do not believe in the healing. How do you ever put it so? Amen. You see, because how do you how how do you sense the symptoms? Sense. You sense them by your five senses. Hence, it is difficult to believe you are healed. Because healing has got nothing to do with your symptoms. Amen. So, you have been lied to. Because being spiritual is to be true. You understand that? Spiritual means to be true. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you know many people think to be spiritual? Uh, to be spiritual is to cry. Amen. Right? People cry in the funerals. Some people believe in, in, in order for you to be spiritual, you have to shiver. People shiver when they get cold. Some people think spiritual to be spiritual is to shout. People shout in the clubs and taverns. And some people think that uh, to be spiritual is to holler. So you go to the athletics and all kind of things and go how? Go to the stadiums and soccer and so forth, do those things. To be spiritual is to be true. Amen. Amen. You understand that? Yeah. And to be truth is to be in the weight. <laughs> Are you getting that? That's why people don't understand. That's why you are confused. You see symptoms. Now, and now they claim they are not healed. Just because they see symptoms. So therefore they fail to believe the way. I said on Wednesday. Think of it. We can pray for a person sick. Or you can pray for pray when you are sick. Until your sickness gets worse. It means your symptoms are getting more visible. Are you getting that saying? Amen. Do you know what happens? When you see yourself like that, how you throw, throw aside the weight. You consult the doctor. Because the weight failed to help you. You can't stake on the weight. So you can't put your life to it. 
So you, 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 you think, okay, now it's time to go sit for real help. Why don't you put your faith on the way, your life on the line of the weight? Amen. It's because you do not believe the weight fully. It means you have God messed the skeptic inside of you. And it influences your life. That this may not happen. And if it does not happen, I may die. So let me just go seek for another help. So the five senses the way we trust them saints. It is so that it becomes impossible to believe the weight. So that's what the devil has been influencing you to do. So that you use your five senses. You believe in them. So that it be hard for you to believe the weight. I'm getting me saints. So this is terrible that we are dealing with. Saints. We need to understand what we're dealing with. It's very important to know what we're dealing with. That's why many of us today are unable to listen to a sermon of two of us. Unless they sleep or they get bored. But what about a movie? Of three hours. You look, you watch it until it is done. You would even repeat it. Or go into other uh, scenes to, to make sure. I'm trying to show you that your body is made to make that movie possible. So therefore, your body, your body is actually made to connect to pornography. To connect to all kinds of evil things. So that it is hard for you to connect to the way. There are many people here who know the songs by heart. Many songs. Bob Marley song. Celine Dion song. You name them. Zahara song. All this kind of song. You know them by heart. But when you are taught mathematics, that's one formula. You struggle to catch it. Physical science, you can teach you, they repeat you a month, you still can't get it. Why don't you ask yourself what's going on? There are many songs that we have learned when we were doing grade uh, sub A. Many things, the songs that we learned at school, we still remember them today. Why do you remember those nonsense? But you can't remember 
The weight. You can remember mathematics, physical science, all those It's hard to remember. It's hard to understand. Do you understand what's going on here? You need to disbelieve you. Disbelieve you you must deny self and understand that you are the very problem why faith is not possible. Because faith cometh by hearing. Hearing says it comes by hearing. And you can't hear. But you can hear. You don't even want to hear. That's why many of them are not in the church today. It's because they don't want to hear. They don't have hearing. That's the problem we have. Hearing comes by the word of God. So God must speak to open your hearing. Hence the scripture says, He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. Are you hearing me, saints? So now, I want to read the two scriptures that we read so that we can close the service. Let's go back to Second Second uh, uh, Peter chapter chapter one again. That's all. Now many people, we said, misunderstand God. So your misunderstanding of God is your fault. It's not our fault. It's not even God's fault. Because God told you, if you don't understand him, you need to seek for revelation. And if you need revelation, you have to understand this. That God will do nothing but he revealed his secret unto his servants the prophet you are, still, you are still listening to that guy who calls himself a prophet but who is not a prophet of God and you think you understand scripture you are not going to understand no nothing you get in there saints people don't understand it will have to take God to interpret God so that the people of God may understand what God said. If you don't understand it and you misunderstand God, you are on your own. You get in there The wrong teaching that you're getting is taking you to hell because there is no faith that can be established out of error. You can't get faith out of error, out of a uh, wrong teaching. And there are many wrong teachings in the message. That's why many people in the message don't believe the message. And they so think and believe they believe the message. 
Amen. Do you understand what it is when somebody is actually lying to himself? That's what the scripture is telling us. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. So God. We are still with the Holy Spirit here to tell us that all the promises of God are true. I promise you. If somebody say I promise you, he says this is what I will do. But God, when he say I promise you, it's because he has done it already. Can we read that scripture? Amen. Listen to this. In verse 4, whereby are given unto us exceeding uh, great and precious promises. Hold, 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 horses in. Whereby are what? Given. Say given. So the promise of God is a product in your hand. Are you seeing it, saints? Are you seeing the difference? When God promises you, you have that thing in your hand. He has given us. It is not something that will happen. It's something that you have already. Amen. 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 So, no, 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 no. Let's go to 2 Timothy quickly. Chapter 2. No, no, no. Rather, chapter 1, verse 9. Amen. Second Timothy, chapter 1, verse 9. Let's read that. Listen to what the scripture says here. This is very important. The promises of God, we say they are true. They are truth. You know why? Because it is something that has been confirmed. Amen. It is not something that you will confirm. It has already been given to you. You have it in your hands. When God promised you, that promise is a product. I will prove to you by everything you do. We will, we will look into this now. This is what the scripture says. This is even hard. It says, who have saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given, say given. Which was what? You see? What? Given is something that has already happened. It is not going to happen. The problem of the issue to you is time. So don't make it a God problem. Because God has given you. Where did he give you? Where? He's given us in Christ Jesus. And who is Christ? Is the way. In the beginning was the way. The way was with God. And the way was God. When did he do it? Before the world began. You understand the testimony of the Holy Spirit. In the promises of God. He says before the world began. He was already given. Let's just take 
practicality of it. Glory to God. When God brought Jesus, he had already these things in him. Amen. When the word was released, the word had these things already. So do you believe the word? Are you convicted of the way? Let's make example saints. Practical example. The juice in the mango. The sweetness in the mango. Was put in a mango. It came in a mango. It came with a mango. Nobody added it along the way. Are you getting there? When you plant the mangoes, it has all the mangoes in it. It has all the color in it. It has all the sweetness in it. You don't need to add anything. The lemon juice or the lemon, the, the lemon fruit, it is brought together with all the fruits. Amen. I get that. So all the juice you need was in the seed of the lemon. Amen. When God brought you forth, everything you need was already provided. That's why he said he knows what you need before you ask. Meaning when you plant the seed of lemon, you know what a lemon would become before the lemon become a fruit. All you need to do Give it a process. Give it time. When God brought Adam on earth, He did not make him a seed. He was already a complete fruit. Are you understanding that? That's why the scripture says that he actually out of the ground he said let the ground bring forth every herb that yielding seed this yielding seed amen amen according to its kind it means in it was to be produced a fruit in which in a fruit is a seed so when you plant the seed you have to receive the same. It's not you're not gonna ask God, Lord, would you please make these lemons to be more sour? Oh Lord, we need the color of the mango in the mango. Who brought about the fruits? It 
successful. The same way that set led the ground break forth. It is still speaking to you the promises of God. So you can use the same way to break forth. Because that which you need is already given. So the way of God has already provided us with every need. All the promises is just to note to us that we have it in every time of life seasons will reveal it. Amen. Hallelujah. Are we understanding that now? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So you need to understand how this comes. So if you need a peach, you must know that everything the peach is is in the seed. Glory to God. But the people deny planting. Amen. They deny planting because they don't want to prepare the ground for the seed to be received so that they can produce that which the word would bring forth. When we tell you what the word says, your heart must receive it and your heart must produce it. Your life needs to produce the word. Why? Because it has already been given when God spoke to Cain. He tells Cain, sin life by the door and his desire is to watch you. Rule it. When God said it, he knew that what or the, the ability that was in Cain to produce ruling over sin. But the choice of Cain was not the way. His thoughts connected to Satan to deny the word instead of believing truth. Are you getting it, saints? Understand this. Cain could do it, but he didn't do it. We know he had the ability to do it. Hence, God was calling for all man. Just like he says, let the earth produce herbs, grass, yielding seeds. The earth did not choose Satan's word. It chose God's word. And it produced the instructions of God. But Cain chose not to produce the instructions. Though he had what it takes to produce that which God was calling to come for. Just like Jesus stood at the grave of Lazarus and he called Lazarus by a name. Let me just change it. He called a seed by a name and said to that seed, come forth and the Lazarus seed produced the life of Lazarus. Stop. It didn't fail because Lazarus died 
Amen. When you die, deny truth. When the word says come forth in the time of resurrection, you will not do it to hear that way. Lazarus hear it because he was a word product. The word called for a seed. Let the trees bring forth. Let the seed come produce that which is of its kind. The manner in which he called it. is coming. You are called by a name. A seed name. A seed name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So Jesus said, Lazarus come forth. And Lazarus came. A man that was rotten. The life came back. All that body that was rotting. It needed one thing, saints. What did it need? It needed the seed. Are you getting what I'm saying? It needed a seed for it to come. Amen. So when the seed came into that rotting body, life came back and Lazarus came forth. Hallelujah. Amen. So the word of God speaks to you today. Be therefore perfect. As your father in heaven is perfect. That same instruction must bring forth perfection. Be therefore holy. As your father in heaven is holy. That same instruction can produce the same thing. Amen. The word can fail. Glory, the promise of God are true. And none promise. None promise that can fail. That has ever failed. That will ever fail. Amen. When people don't believe the promises of God, it don't mean the promises of God are not true. Praise the Lord. So you must understand on earth there are people that will never believe the promises of God. So when God gives a promise, it is because it happened. Amen. Are you hearing? It is because it is true. It happened already. So his promise and the world's promise have got two different meanings. Are you seeing it today now? Blessed be the name of the Lord. So therefore we can give a we can give you different, uh, actually different examples to it. So that one may understand what we're dealing with. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want you to listen to this. I'm going to read some quotations to you. I want you to understand something here. That the Lord is bringing. His promises are yea and amen. 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 It is done already. All we need is a sincere heart in asking him. Many people are asking God things and they answer on his behalf. 
Do you know people do that? Christians do that. When they don't see no results, because they want to see the promises be fulfilled by their own eyes. Because they trust their eyes as the same yesterday, today, and forever. Instead of trusting the way that is unseen. So therefore, when they don't see the result, amen, your faith could actually see it. But he does not allow faith to see. He wants his eyes to always see. And that's why you will never see the things that God has done for you. All heavenly blessings, spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus includes everything you need and want. Say, seek ye first. All these things shall be added. So you want to see when you have never found the kingdom. Then your eyes have to lie to you. The scripture says, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things that are seen have been made out of the things that are unseen. Are you getting the things? So therefore, if, <laughs> if you want to see the unseen, it's better to see the unseen so that the ones you see may be produced. You understand that? Amen. The things you see must be produced by the unseen. You get in there saying? Amen. 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 Is it a call? Oh, kids, okay. Blessed be the name of the Lord. <laughs> the scripture says faith to me will show you what you are looking for from the unseen Amen. until it is visible to your eyes. Can I repeat that same? It says faith will show you the unseen things until they are visible to your eyes. It's faith that can do that. Your eyes cannot see outside of this building already. So how are they going to see, show you the unseen? What you are trusting cannot help you. My problem is saints, how do we do everything not to trust the way, not to believe the way. Christian people do everything not to believe. 
Just say trust. Again in the last days. The five senses. So the scripture tells us. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing also. Comes when God speaks. Are we understanding that same? Let's read this. I'm going to read something for you. How do I see? I hope I can study it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to study it here. It's actually uh, all the days of our lives. That's the message, which is 950612. All the days of our lives. Of our life. Amen. Amen. And then it's paragraph actually paragraph 51. Listen to what the prophet says. I wanted to explain it here. Because I think this is my first time to be to prayer, to, to be to pray for the sick in the Philadelphian church. So we are thankful. Every vision God has given me has come completely. Exactly what he says. Never failed one time. Are you listening to that things? It never failed one time. Listen to what he says. I stake my life upon that. Bear. Amen. Because it's the word of the living God made alive among us. That is true. This is what he says. I am 50 years old. I have known that a vision since I have known that a vision since I was about two or three years old. First vision that told me where I would live. And I say this as a Christian. Are you understand that? He's not saying this as a prophet. How we say that prophet? He's saying it as a Christian. Because we think that because he was a prophet, that's how he approached life. Life happened to him just like every one of us. Listen to this. I say this as a Christian. I have never in all my life ever sincerely asked God for anything but what he gave it to me. Amen. It means everything he asked, the Lord gave it to him. Sincerely. Everything that he asked God sincerely. You see, there is asking God. And there is a diligent asking God. Oh God, give me your oh God. You see. But there is sincere asking. Are you getting the same? Now, he says anything. He gave it to me. 
or told me why he couldn't do it. If he even someone Alright? Amen. So and I believe that every Christian in here can vouch for the same thing. Vouch for the same thing. Do you vouch the same things? I tell you, if you can't vouch, it means you are the accuser of the weight falsely. Because you need to tell us how is it that the promises of God are not real in your life when they are to us. He says, let us be clear. When we say to us, we are not trying to uh, trying to be spiritual. No. We are trying to be true. Amen. I told the prayer warriors many times that God needs to say something. They need to live in a sphere of prayer where God is able to say it back. But I tell you, people will try a few times, few times, and then they go back to the way they used to pray. And there is no, their prayers is not effective. And I believe that every Christian can vouch for that. If you will be sincere, listen to me saying, if what? If you will be sincere and come to God. Now, there is many times you think you have need of something. God never said that he would supply your wants. He would supply your needs. He knows what it is. Amen. How often does you Amen. 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 So from we would see Jesus. The message we would see Jesus. Uh, it's actually, um, I actually studied from paragraph uh, 18, but I'm going to read from paragraph 19 to save time. And I found this far, friends, that I'm 31 years behind the platform. I have never seen anything that he promised but what he would do. Are you seeing the same? That's right. I have asked him for things I didn't get. But I have never asked him sincerely for anything but what he would give to me. So saints, let's let's see. He says, 
There are many things he asked, he didn't get. Have you seen that? But he has never asked for anything sincerely and not get it. Or if God don't give, told me why he couldn't give it to me. That makes you put your life to the promise of God. Have you seen that There's many things I don't know. I'm finite. He is infinite. So the great infinite God and I'm a finite man there is many things that I desire that wouldn't be good for me to have. Are you, are you listening to that, saints? Amen. So I just trust him as my father to give me what's right. Oh, oh that's mercy. I so wish you would be this kind of Christians. <laughs> And we are here tonight to pray with you and talk to you about the weight. Amen. Let me just not take this further. Even though, even though this would actually be good. Let's 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 let me just take you to another quotation, Zains. Maybe it's last that's the last quotation. Alright, listen to what the prophet is saying here. This is very important. The, state, the stature of a perfect man. Amen. 62, 10, 14. Amen. Listen to what it says. That's why, and that's the way it is with Christ. See, we've got to be so in love with him till when we ask for something and he doesn't give it to us. That doesn't shake us a bit. So it means, it does not mean he didn't give you. Alright. Amen. He gave you. But you just don't know. <laughs> and you don't know why you wouldn't get that one. Amen. 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 Listen to this. See? See why? And uh, the only way you can do that. Is to become partakers of his divine nature. Amen. 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 Then you will understand the reason he can't give it to you. Partakers of his divine nature. And look here. 
Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Escaped it. It's to the church. Them who are in Christ has been exalted above all these things. Not he exalted himself, but Christ brought him up. So Christ is the one who has to bring you up. And who is Christ? Christ is the word. And the problem with the word is people don't want to believe the word. They don't want to stake themselves on it. You see, the word is failure proof as we said. Is failure proof. Amen. Amen. Now understand something. You have got butler proof, right? You have got bulletproof. Amen. Amen. You've got waterproof, right? So the word of God is failure proof. Amen. Amen. The word of God can't fail. You see, when you are hit by a bullet with, on, on that thing, there is a particular pressure that hurts you which uh, you would have a pain even though the, 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 the bullet did not actually go through is that true? but not the word the word of God is 100% risk free. All the promises of God are given. Amen. You can stand your feet, saints. Blessed be his holy name. Do we love him today? Blessed be his name. So we understand that God is the most misunderstood. Amen. Amen. And uh, people misunderstanding him, they want to make it a good excuse. But let me just tell you the truth. God can be understood through faith. Amen. Amen. And in order for you to get faith, there must be the God release message in your time. So that you can hear what He said in your time for your season. Because we are God's seed. 
And his weight is also a seed. So it is released in seasons. Amen. So there is a word of God that is released for this season. And this truth. Amen. This and this truth is here to help you to have faith established in your soul. So that you can hear and understand him. Amen. Amen. So you will be a true witness. And number two, your judgment will be a righteous judgment. Our heavenly Father, we thank you today. All your promises are truth. And I'm raising my hand right now, Lord, with anyone that would raise his or her hand. To say, Lord, in every promise where we did not stand for you, where we chose to stand for flesh like Eve did, forgive us, Lord. Forgive us our sins, our trespasses, and our iniquity, Lord. Yes, Lord. Forgive our wicked ways, our evil ways. So that we may be witness of truth. Amen. Judges, not judges, righteous, Lord. Amen. Because, Lord, you are always true. Amen. You are the way, the truth, and the life. You gave us the spirit of truth to, be, to help us to be true witnesses. Help us today, Lord. Take away all these kind of things, Lord. All the skepticism, doubts out of ourselves, Lord, and be lying in the flesh because it will never help us, Lord, to achieve that which is from above. We ask this matches, Lord, and we know that, Lord, you have given us today a chance to walk on truth, with truth, in truth, and the whole truth in us. We ask this message, so Heavenly Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as we are about to go into a different places, Lord, may you abide with us and help us, Lord, to hold on to God's unchanging hands, to hold on to that truth. We ask this message in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, saints. Amen. So, saints. The Lord bless you. I hope you will connect. I don't know how because our women conference on the 9th is continuing, so we have got tickets. And the tickets are already at least. It's just that I didn't go to church. I came straight here. Uh, uh, but then I believe that the tickets will come also the side so that we can be able to uh, move the tickets around to, su- to support the initiative. Amen. Amen. So the Lord bless you, saints. Amen. Amen. Amen.